Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts. Hello and welcome to Lumber Connection. It's the week of July 12th, 2023, and I'm in the studio with one of my regular experts, Justin Binning. Today, we also have a returning special guest, Hogs or as many of him, Jeff Hoggard. Both Justin and Jeff are from American International Forest Products, or AIFP. Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. Thank you, Molly. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I can't believe it's July, and it's also not really like just July. It's July. It's mid-July. <laughs> so we had better get after this and talk about what the lumber market has been doing for the last couple of weeks. Yes. Gosh, it feels like it's been just kind of a continuation here. We've been in a good, solid market for the past few weeks. Prices have been steadily moving up, which I think everybody appreciates. No no crazy moves. Similar worries still remain in terms of forest fires out of the both Western and Eastern Canada. So everybody's got their eyes on that. And I'm sure Jeff will, will touch on the concern here, you know, in the Northwest and along really the I-5 corridor up through Washington as well. Just it's been very dry here, very unseasonably dry for the last two and a half months. Mm -hmm. But yeah, good overall market. I would say the one outlier has been two by 12 that's slowly coming back to, to earth after its long and um, huge price gains over this, the feels like over the past eight plus months. So yeah, very good market. I feel like we're kind of going to get through July and I feel like there's a lot of wood that's been purchased through the last few weeks, of course. And so I think we're going to enter kind of a digestion period right now in the market. With that said, I don't expect prices necessarily to plummet by any means. I think the this year, the spring run started in June. Usually we see it in <laughs> April and it felt like this year we just, everybody's hanging on. And then now we see our kind of our spring run that, that started a couple months later. So uh, August is yet to, to be known, but I think right now, again, that supply and demand balance feels pretty good with, with demands slightly outstripping supply for the time being. Okay. Jeff? To Justin's point, I guess, as I've said in the past on the cast here, Justin has his focus as more so in terms of the yellow pine market. My focus is more out, out west here along the I-5 corridor and in the inland, the inland states, i.e., Idaho, Montana, Colorado, kind of down in that those Texas markets. So I would say we haven't had the meet the slower price gains. We've had bigger jumps in Doug fur and him for that matter, but more so in the Doug. And yeah, fires are the biggest concern for us right now. Canada's obviously been on fire for the last couple of months. We are just now entering fire season after a very long and drawn out winter and spring. California experienced more rain this year than they have in the previous six years combined. Snowfall was obviously a big part of that as well. For us here in the Northwest, what that has meant for us is really heavy grass growth and undergrowth for the last month and a half, two months or so. And again, back to Justin's point, been unseasonably warm since that since that time. And all that grass and undergrowth is now bone dry, just waiting for a spark. We've had three major fires that have started in the last two weeks. Two are still less than 50% contained. One is, I think they've got a pretty good handle on. But again, fire season doesn't typically start for us out here until 
late July sometimes is, is typically the earliest. Mostly middle of August is kind of when we look at that. And we've already got it going. And I think it could be, it has the potential to be another ugly year for that. But because of that potential, I'm of the opinion, and I guess it's the proverbial I, there's the team here that we put our heads together on a daily basis. And so the our thoughts are that government will step in, whether it be California's, Oregon's, or Washington's, and will essentially kind of put the kibosh on logging operations or operations within forested areas, as we affectionately call it, hoot owl logging, sooner than later is to try to get in front of any fire as opposed to trying to clean up afterwards and the cost that comes with that. So with that being said, and with the direction that we believe the market is going, uh, I think we're going to be strong all the way through the third quarter, kind of reassess where we're at the beginning of the fourth, but I don't think it's going to allow log costs to come down. So I don't really see the opportunity for pricing to retreat at all on the West Coast. Okay. <clears throat> so it sounds like it's a little bit more of a concern that the fire, the fire becomes a little more of a concern than it has been previously. I know, Justin, we were talking about the fact that if it's not affecting the supply, then we're not going to have the issue, right? But it sounds like there's more potential for that than there has been, at least up until this point. So. It's, it's definitely a concern. And, and again, I think the, the management of the inventory management style that is taken over the vast majority of of lumber yards or business businesses in there as a whole is everybody's kind of on edge and we haven't had anything to worry about, right? It's been pretty easy to buy lumber and pretty easy right. to, to get what you need and get what you want. And the price hasn't been, has been very manageable. So it's, there's just no weird, no worries, right? I've been living in just kind of this no, no world. Now there's some threats, right? And, and when you're ma- managing inventory that way, it becomes a greater concern. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely something we're keeping an eye on. That's for sure. Always have to. Yeah. <clears throat> so good segue. <laughs> Speaking of uh, one of the other threats, let's call it, but one of the other concerns that we've talked about pretty frequently is transportation. I feel like I saw some fairly, let's call it official information that the trucking shortages are really not part of the factoring into anything that we're doing anymore. Is that what you guys are seeing as well, that that trucking and rail are just really up to speed? I know we talked like there might've been a few glitches last time we got together. I think that Trucking is, has gotten more up to speed, as you put it, than rail has. I think rail goes through the same, the same, I guess, cycles of their own problems, of their own creation. And I feel like certain railroads, I mean, it's just which one's going to take their turn in the barrel. Right now, we've got UP not servicing certain areas very well, whereas at certain times, it's the BN or the CN or the NS. And so it's they're just kind of doing their rotations. But back to trucking, at least in my opinion, out west here, we've definitely seen an increase in availability of trucks. The fuel surcharges are definitely less substantial, <laughs> still substantial, but less. They're not as large as they were. So yes, I would I would echo that sentiment, at least out west. And Justin probably knows more about the, the Midwest and South. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fairly accurate. You, you, into to Hogs's point in, in terms of rail with certain issues, you have those same kind of pocket issues with trucks in certain lanes, or you maybe you've got a reload that's got a lot of wood, and there's a lot of people that are servicing out of that particular location, and you've got wood that's ready to ship, but you can't get a loading appointment for two weeks, yeah. right? So 
Is there capacity? Yeah, but there's still other parts of the algorithm that got to shake out to, to make it all work. So, but again, overall broad macro view, trucking is great. It's moving fluidly. I wish that we could reach back into a decade ago and find those cheap rates that we once used to have. The overall cost of moving goods is doubled and tripled in some instances over the past decade. And I feel like we're kind of in our new normal, I guess, now for what we're paying for hauling. But anyways, things seem to be moving pretty well. And you can get those situations with the right situation. You can get something moved that's prompt in two or three days which has been refreshing because going back a year and a half ago, that was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's prompt as two weeks, two weeks or sooner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and in some cases that's still the case, but for the most part, it's, it's moving pretty good. Wildfires. Again, that's another thing. It's not just the sawmills that are affected, but it's the rail lines that are affected too. Right. Also so true. So again, has, changed as of yet so where these fires are at and the logistical piece of that has not been affected and we just pray that stays the same and pray that people stay safe yeah absolutely certainly that's a huge part of it okay well i want to like i want to say boy it sounds like the market is strong and it's feeling very consistent right now until further notice probably so with that in mind with some of the transportation things sort of continuing on an even keel Obviously, the threat of the fire is becoming an issue. What sort of advice do you guys have for our component manufacturers for the next couple of weeks before we meet again? Obviously, not being able to totally foretell the future. Yeah, I think with Yellow Pine, when you look at the overall pricing, now, has it been lower this year? Yes. When you talk 6-inch, 8-inch, 10-inch. When you look at 2x4, and I know I can't go too deep into here because I'll get in trouble, but (laughs) if you look at or call somebody and talk to somebody, you'll see really what a great value 2x4 is in the marketplace in Southern Yellow Pine compared to any other species. There's a value there right now with that particular item. I think when you shake it out this year on the overall trend and you say, hey, here was the average on this product, you can look back right now and say, gosh, that was a really good time or was a good time to be buying that product at that price point. And I think we're in that realm right now. And, and again, the others aren't that far off, again, outside of maybe two by 12. But I guess my point is, and I always, I guess I sound like a, a broken record. I feel like this year, because of where items have been priced at, there's been relative value any given week. And so, I, again, I just don't think the idea of buying wood right now and getting burned because it's going to drop an exorbitant amount in the next month or something like those, it's not going to happen. I think you just stay the course, make sure that you've got wood coming in, make sure you're looking at 30 days in advance to stay in front of staying, not just the market, but making sure you're getting the products you need. Because I will say right now, it's not, there is some items that are very uh, difficult to source. You can't just pick up the phone and say, hey, send in one of these. No problems. Like, well, no, can't find it. Haven't been able to find it for a couple of weeks. And so don't get lulled into the fact that how easy it has been for the most part of this year. It's not the same right now. And there are some things that 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 are more challenging. So make sure that you're staying on top of that. I would agree with that for for the Doug fur and hem fur buyers as well really for the spruce buyers as well. I think it's it's going to be all-encompassing because, again, Canada has been burning for the last couple of months, one level or another. So 
um, kind of go to go over all that. We Justin said something that just kind of jogged my memory. We used to work with a gentleman, Mr. John Myers, who retired here a handful of years ago, and he used to use the old Burger King adage: "Have it your way." We've been able to have it our way for, and buyers have been able to have it their way for the last year, year plus in some cases, depending on items. And he always used to say when the market swung, we ain't Burger King anymore. We ain't Burger King right now. So right now we ain't Burger King and we need to to make sure that we're on top of our inventories. That's across the board. Justin said, make sure that you're good to go for 30 days. As of right now, I made the statement here earlier, make sure that you're good through the third quarter. And I'm going to stick by that, at least especially when it comes to the Doug fur. Got notifi- notified here today of another mill that isn't even going to be running for the next couple of weeks because they can't source Doug fur logs. Again, it kind of takes us back to the earlier conversation on the fires. And I think that we're going to see more of that as we as we move throughout or move through the summer. So bolster a little bit of your inventories, especially items that might be harder to find, like Justin said, and just, just make sure that you're nimble and, and paying attention to the market. It's not <laughs> it's not stagnant like it was. Awesome. Those are excellent words. I appreciate that, guys. I think with that, we'll wrap up our episode for today. Justin, Jeff, thank you so much for your continued expertise and enthusiasm. As always, I've enjoyed our time together. I'll be a brief and look forward to the next installment of Lumber Connection. Thanks, Molly. Thanks, Molly. Thanks, guys. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.